Why do children lie? And what can we as parents do about it? That is the episode for today's Fatherhood Podcast. Welcome. Well, hello, everyone. I hope you're having a great day, a good afternoon, a very good evening, wherever that you may be listening to this podcast. I just want to thank you. Thank you for taking the time to download the episode, to sit down or, or you know, just focus for a couple minutes while you drive, while you do your other tasks and just listen to this podcast uh, beyond just numbers, beyond just uh, analytics or statistics. Uh, the purpose of this podcast is to be a good resource for you uh, in your role as a parent, in your role as a father. Um, it is my, if you, if you allow me to use this word, it is my prayer every single time that we record an episode that the topic that we discuss Uh, can be of great help to you, to your family, to your life, to your kid. And today we're going to talk about this interesting topic, lies. So today we're going to be talking, let me just give you a warning. We're going to be talking about why do children lie, right? That's what, that's the topic for today. But next week, next time, our next episode is going to be about fathers, about parents. Why do parents lie? Because... Yes, be honest, we lie to our kids. We lie. We lie. <laughs> yeah, whether we like it or not, as I was thinking about this uh, series, it's amazing to see how uh, lie, lying is so intertwined in our daily life, even at home. We lie at home, we lie We just lie. But uh, anyways, that's what we're going to be talking about in the next few episodes. But today we're going to uh, talk about why do our children lie, okay? And what can we do about it? So call them fibs, whoopers, or straight up untruths. However you label them, kids are likely to lie somewhere along the way. While a younger child may conjure up uh, an elaborate tale about how she couldn't possibly have kicked a younger sibling, older kids may flat out lie about doing their homework, right? Sometimes the onset of lying is, is sudden and intense. This is what Matthew Rose, a PhD in uh, clinical psychology, says. This is what he says. This is our his own words. It's a new thing where they were pretty truthful most of the time before. And then suddenly they're lying about a lot of stuff, right? Of course, it's concerning to us as parents. But if caregivers can understand why kids lie and be prepared to deal with the issue, the truth can come out. So this is the big question. Why? Why do kids lie? Most parents think children lie to get something they want, avoid a consequence, or get out, get out of something they don't want to do. These are common motivations, 
But there are also some less obvious reasons why kids might not tell the truth, or at least the whole truth. And those reasons are the ones that we're going to talk about today. The number one reason, and it's not number one as in the most popular one, but it's just the number that we're going to be naming. Okay, number one reason is to test out a new behavior. Dr. Rose uh, says one reason children lie is because they've discovered this novel idea and are trying it out, just as they do with most kinds of behaviors, to see what happens. They'll wonder, what happens if I lie about this situation? What will it do for me? What does it get me out of? What does it get me? So the first reason children start lying is simplemented Sim simply to, to, to test out the waters, to explore, to learn this new behavior. Number two is to enhance self-esteem and gain approval. Children who lack confidence may tell grandiose lies to make themselves seem more impressive, special, or talented, to inflate their self-esteem and make themselves look good in the eyes of others. Dr. Rose recalls Uh, treating an eighth grader who was exaggerating wildly about 80% of the time. They were kind of incredible experience, ex experiences that were within the bounds of, of, of plausible at all. For instance, the boy would say that he'd gone to a party and everyone had started to chant for him when he came in the door. <laughs> That's funny. Even as adults, as, as I'm reading this article, we all know that person. That coworker, that family member, that friend that exaggerates a little bit when he tells stories, right? Sometimes it might be to enhance their self-esteem or to gain approval from everybody. All right, number three. Why do children lie? Well, to get the focus off themselves. To get the focus off themselves. Children with anxiety and or depression might lie about their, their symptoms to get the spotlight off them, says Dr. Rose. Or they might minimize their issues, saying something like, no, no, I, I, slept, I slept fine last night, because they don't want people worrying about them. That's interesting. Sometimes we lie to get the focus of, of ourselves. That reminds me of a story Uh, when I was in elementary, I think it was second or third grade, um, I was raised in a very, uh, uh, to a certain point, very conservative. There were certain things about my family that were very conservative, very strict re regarding faith, regarding church, regarding the spiritual aspect of a person. So I was in school and and... The class, in, in our class, they decided to make a raffle. Uh, but for some reason, because I, my mom never taught me that, but for some reason, I, I thought raffles were not good. Okay, whether you agree, you might be saying, what? What is Jonathan talking about? This guy's crazy. Yeah, for some reason, I thought raffles, you know, because you're playing with luck and... And I don't know. Anyways, I did not want to participate. But the teacher kept insisting, yeah, come on, 
do a raffle. We are, we are raffling this purse for you so that you can give it to your mom. So everybody got excited. All the kids were excited because if they won, they would have a gift for their mom. But I did not want to participate. I thought, I don't know, I felt bad if I participate in this raffle, something is going to happen to me or whatever. But the pressure was so huge that the teacher was, come on, Jonathan, get a number, get a number, buy a, buy a number, buy a number. Uh, to the point that she asked me, why don't you want to participate in this raffle, of, uh, on the raffle of this uh, purse for your mom? And I told my teacher, because I don't have a mom. She died. <laughs> Can you imagine how my teacher felt <laughs> after pressuring me, asking me to get the freaking uh, raffle ticket and, and then me coming up with that answer? <laughs> she felt bad. And for the rest of the, uh, not for the rest of the semester, but for a good part of the semester, I was uh, known as the kid who did not have a mother until it was time for parent conference day and my mom my mom showed up uh, at the conference and by that time I had forgotten about the lie and I, I had forgotten about uh, what I had said. So my my mom uh, shows up uh, and she goes, hi, I'm, I'm Jonathan's mom. And the teacher goes like, whoa, what? stepmom or or what are you talking about no no i'm his i'm his mom and the teacher told my mom what had happened and and anyways my mom came and talked to me and she explained or she wanted she asked me why did you say such a story is and i told her it's because i just didn't want to participate so i just lied to get the teacher off of me so I, I relate to this reason why kids lie to get focus of themselves. But let's keep uh, let's keep uh, finding out and learning how, why do children lie. The other reason is because they speak before they think. Okay, Carol Brady is a PhD in clinical psych uh, in clinical psychology, and she writes columns. Uh, for magazines uh, such as ADD, uh, Attitude Magazine. So she works with a lot of kids with ADHD. And she says they may lie out of impulsivity. One of the hallmarks of the impulsive type of ADHD is to talk before they think. She says a lot of times you're going to get this lying issue in with children with ADHD. Sometimes uh, kids can really believe they've done something and tell what sounds like a lie. Dr. Brady adds, sometimes they'll just really just forget, right? I have kids who say, uh, to tell you the truth, Dr. Brady, I thought I did my homework. I really thought I did. I didn't remember I had the extra work. When this happens, she says they need help supplementing their memory by using techniques such as checklists, checklists, time limits, organizers, stuff like that. So sometimes kids lie because because of their condition. I don't, and I apologize if this is not, this is not the right word. Because of their condition of ADHD, 
um, because they speak before they think. Another reason why children lie is because of the white lies. Just to make things even trickier. In certain situations, parents might actually encourage children to tell a white lie in order to spare someone's feelings. In this case, the white lie and when to use it fall under the umbrella of social skills. That's why I said at the beginning, lying is so intertwined in our daily life, in our society. We lie every day. And sometimes we, teal, we teach our children that they need to lie. Because it's just something socially. We have to be nice. We have to be polite. We have to be, uh, you know, keep our opinions to ourselves. And I'll be honest with you. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So what can parents do about it? Both Dr. Rose and Dr. Brady say it's first important to think about the function of the lie. Okay? The first thing we need to do as parents is to think about the function of the lie. When I'm doing an evaluation, Dr. Rose says, there are questions on our intake forms where parents can check off whether their child lies. It's something I might spend 20 minutes delving into. What kinds of lies? What are the circumstances of the lies? Um, he also says that behavioral, behavioral treatments depend on the function of the lies and the severity of the problem. Okay, so there are no hard, uh, fast guidelines here. There are different levels of repercussions. There are different levels of, or, or of the severity of lying, okay? For example, level one, when it comes to attention-seeking lying, Dr. Rouse says that generally speaking, it's best to ignore it rather than saying harshly, that's a lie. I know that you did, that did, that didn't happen to you. He suggests actually a gentle approach where parents don't necessarily have a consequence, but they're also not trying to feed, feed it, you know, feed a lot of attention to it. This is especially true if the lying is coming from a place of low self-esteem. So if they're saying, I scored 10 goals today at recess in soccer and everybody put me on their shoulders and it was amazing. And you think it's not true. Then I would say, just don't ask a bunch of follow-up questions. But for this kind of low-level lies, they aren't really hurting anyone, but aren't good behavior either. So ignoring and redirecting to something that you know is more factual is the way to go. Level two, lying. If that doesn't work, Dr. Rao says parents can be more transparent about it by offering a mild reprimand. He says that he's had situations where um, it's an inflated kind of fantastical type of lie. Uh, for example, he'll have parents label it and call it, and call it a, a telltale. If the child is telling one of these stories, a parent will gently say, Hey, this sounds like a telltale. Why don't you try and tell me what really happened? So it's about pointing out the behavior and encouraging kids to try it again. There's also the level three. If something is more serious, 
like older kids lying about where they've been or whether they've done their homework, parents can think about having a consequence. Kids should be, should be clear that there will be repercussions for this kind of lie. So it's not coming out of the blue. Like all, like all consequences, Dr. Rouse recommends it should be something short-lived, not overblown, which gives the child a chance to get back to practicing better behaviors. For example, losing her phone for an hour or having to do a chore. Okay. Uh, also, depending on, on the severity, there's also, there, there, there also has to be a, a component of addressing what they were lying about. If a child has said that he didn't have any homework all week and then the parent finds out he had homework every day, there needs to be some kind of consequence for the lying and he also has to sit down and do all the work. Okay? So the consequence is not to do the work. It's part of life. He has to do the homework, but there's also has to do, there has to be a consequence. If his hit another child or lied about it, there's a consequence for the lying and also for the hitting. In this case, Dr. Rao says, you would also have him write an apology letter to the other child. Okay, so that's, that's interesting, all these levels of lying. So uh, to wrap it up or to finish, let's talk about ways to help our kids avoid lying in the first place. Okay, one of the ways that we can help them stop lying or avoid lying is to let them know the truth reduces consequences. For instance, if teens have been drinking at a party, the parent will want them to call to call them, right? To 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 be picked up. But kids know there's also there also has to be consequences for the drinking. There's a hard balance to strike between having the open dialogue but also setting appropriate limits when it's necessary. And that's our, the hard part on our, on, our, on our role as parents. How do we find that balance between having an open dialogue, but also addressing limits in that at home, in the dynamic at home? Because on one opposite, there are, we have parents that want to be their kids' best, friend, best friends and everything's cool. But on the other hand, there's uh, parents that are so strict and put major consequences on, on when kids make uh, uh, mistakes that the dialogue dies at home. So in this situation where lying would be, where lying would have been easier, when parents are dueling out the consequence, they can also praise the child for telling the truth and tell them it makes them more trustworthy. They might also reduce the consequence, such as letting kids know they're taking their phone away for a day instead of a week. Dr. Roth adds one caveat. Children and teens should not think consequences are negotiable. Sometimes the kid will say, but I told you the truth. They'll get manipulative, saying, this is just making me want to never tell the truth again. So parents, parents shouldn't give in at that point. Another thing that we can do to, to help our kids avoid the truth 
es Use Truth Checks. Use Truth Checks. Let's say parents have been told by a teacher their child didn't do their homework. Dr. Brady suggests this, that they give their kid a chance to tell the truth. If she doesn't at first, the parents could say, I'm going to walk away and give you 10 minutes, and then I'm going to come back and ask you again. If you change your mind and want to give me a different answer, it's just a truth check and you won't get in trouble. This way, if a child gives an off-the-cuff answer because she's scared of the consequences or she doesn't want to disappoint a parent, she has the chance to really think about whether she wants to lie or fess up without the consequences. This technique isn't for a child who chronically lies, okay? This is what Dr. Brady recommends. This is not for somebody, a child that lies and lies and lies every single day. Okay, so the truth checks. Man, I wish my mom would have known about this one. Um, the next one, use the preamble method. Okay, what does this mean? Well, parents can also set up kids to tell the truth by reminding, reminding them that they don't expect perf perfection. Dr. Brady notes this. Parents could say, I'm going to ask you a question, and maybe you're going to tell me something I don't really want to hear. But remember, your behavior is not who you are. I love you no matter what. And sometimes people make mistakes. So I want you to think about giving me an honest answer. You see, giving kids a chance to reflect on this might lead them to telling the truth. So... What can we do with kids with uh, ADHD? Well, Dr. Brady recommends giving kids with ADHD more time to think. Dr. Brady says kids with ADHD who are prone to giving impulse answers that come out as lies need some extra time to think things through before speaking. Impulsivity can be a problem both at home and in school. When a teacher asks if a child has finished an assignment and the child answers yes without even looking at his paper, that's when he needs to be taught to slow down and check his work. So let's finish with this. What parents shouldn't do? Well, don't ever corner your child. Putting a child on the spot can set him up to lie. If parents know this true story, Dr. Brady recommends they should go right to the issue and discuss it. Instead of asking a child if he didn't do his homework, a parent could say, I know you didn't do it. Let's talk about it. Why that's not a good idea. Another thing we shouldn't do is don't label your child as a liar. Okay? Don't label your child as a liar. It's a big mistake to call a child a liar. That, the wound it creates, it's bigger than dealing with what he lied about in the first place. He might think, mom won't believe me. He makes him feel bad about himself and may set up a pattern of lying. So 
to finish up my fellow parents. I hope this uh, topic, this episode might help you uh, change your approach or consider some other approaches as you deal with kids lying. I want to encourage you to, uh, as we finish, to uh, visit our, our website, lumineducation.org, and find out about all the resources that we have, all the programs that we have for you as a parent, for your kids. Uh, we are here to help you out. We are he here to support you. So remember this. Next episode, we're going to talk about why parents lie and what can we do about it. All right, guys. Have a great day. Have a great week. We'll see you in the next one.